0: I have a great idea. What john hey hey it! The girl louise my I
1: don't think so. I don't everyone. It's your boy John.
2: Hey, hey. <laughs> and your girl Louise.
1: and uh you're listening to i have a great idea but i'll never do it we took a uh a brief pause i know it's weird to say that because it's not like we're on a schedule it's not like you are expecting these episodes to come at a certain time and day uh at the beginning that was a different case we kind of did it every other week but uh life is busy and crazy and louise went on a little vacation I, so, uh, I went on work
2: and then vacation. And then previous to that, John and his wife created a human. And that's. Ta-
1: oh, that takes yeah. time. I'm just talking like between the last episode and this episode. Okay. okay. There was just a little vacation time. There was. We didn't vacation. have another kid. Right. Yeah.
2: Oh, oof.
1: right. So quick. Yeah, that would have been impossible.
2: <laughs> Kim possible.
1: Biologically speaking. Um, so, Louise, what's new with you?
2: No, nothing much. I just got engaged.
1: Oh hey, hey. it is happening. Congratulations! Obviously, this is my public congratulations. All the other ones have been private. Thank you. Thank you. Eight years Uh, in the making. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Not quite quite eight.
2: Not quite eight, but it was perfect. And I don't know. I can't wait to tell you the full full story, but it was perfect.
1: All right. And I know that this is now going to be opening. By the way, if anybody hears my dog Daisy is slobbering in the background, many apologies. Um, <laughs> she's just looking at me like, you talking about me? You talking about me on your silly little podcast? It's like, yeah, I'm talking about you. I love um, that she's so
2: aware of what a podcast is.
1: She is really <laughs> hip. She knows what's up. Uh, she's teaching me new slang every day. Love it. You know. You know, nine-year-olds—they're just like with it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, What was I just thinking though? Oh, ideas. So now that you have like this new life thing going on, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to unlock a ton of ideas. Ooh, okay. Right. I mean, I feel like for me, it's like when there's a big change, it's like, oh, this is a new thing that I'm exposed to, so I'm gonna have a lot of thoughts about it.
2: Oh, okay. I can't wait for those ideas to. flood in
0: That <laughs> Me too. I
2: mean that would be like really I mean sometimes you just like ideas are like just blowing in the wind and, and you just pick them out and other times it is a drought
1: oh um, might I remind everybody of a few episodes back when I had like zero ideas
2: I mean I've got some good ones for this episode but I can't wait to have even more
1: well of those real good ones what's your favorite
2: Uh, okay. My favorite is probably an app, because hey, that's like my specialty, is I need an app for that. (laughs) I I feel like that's how this podcast got started. We were just like apps on apps on apps. But um I being on vacation did not want to eat at a Taco Bell or a Wendy's or an Applebee's. I want there to be an app when you search. For only mom and pop places
1: Um. yeah totally
2: That's what I want I want to go to a place And go where The locals go
1: Yeah you want the authenticity
2: Yes because sometimes I'm hopping on Yelp I'm hopping on Foursquare And they're giving Panera Bread Five stars And a 9.0 rating And I'm like on what planet <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, do you have a name for this app?
2: Nothing against Panera, because if I were away from it for a really long time and saw one, I'd be like, ooh, I know what I'm going to get because I know what that is, chain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel the same right. way about Starbucks. It's like there's a comfort because you know what you're going to get. But at the same time, uh, no, I don't have a name. Um, Probably just mom well, and pop places. I, mean,
1: I did just... I did just say a word. MPP, and then I was yeah, like, you know Ooh. me. What's that? I said M- MNP.
2: MPP, <laughs> yeah, you know me. Mom and pop places. I don't know. Uh, what
1: was Well, the word? I did just say the word authenticity, but if you make like the city at the end of it, like emphasized <gasps> authenticity. City.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes.
1: Just saying. Yeah. Yes. But I hear you. I never, like, unless... And this is, like, my, like, as a person with a dietary restriction, I know, at least, that a place like Taco Bell, I know what to order there. Ah. Whereas, like, mom-and-pop places can be a little iffy unless you're, like, you really know, unless you really trust them.
2: Sure. No, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Like, if I'm
1: in, like, a weird place where it's just, like, ooh, Nobody passes through here, huh? That's when it's like, oh, good. A Taco Bell or a Panera.
2: I see. I didn't even think of that part.
1: But, yeah, no, but if you're in an area where you know that this stuff exists, then you want to search it out.
2: Yeah. And I mean... Or it's like just to see in the off chance. Yeah, we could put Mm -hmm. a filter on that app that says, like, Vegan Eats. Oh, yeah. I mean... There's got to be a better way because I was I was road tripping a little and Chris Mm and I uh, landed. What time did we land? Maybe like 11 and we were like, we Mm -hmm. should drive a little ways away from the airport and then find lunch and like sit down at some cool place with a cool view of the desert or whatever. And it was Uh just like Del Taco McDonald's wendy's right. del taco and i was like get me del
1: wendy's
2: get del Taco, <laughs> Mick taco and i was like come on
1: yeah i mean i understand why they have them in places like that yeah for the people who just like need to know what they're getting into don't have time to take a chance on something yeah. mysterious
2: right Or when you go to places that are not super densely inhabited, you come across Mm -hmm. car wash grocery store laundromats. Right. And so, I mean, if that's, then you got to eat there.
1: (laughs) Right. Because that's
2: the only thing for 90 minutes. But, oh.
1: Well, then you can play the what's going to be in the vending machine game.
2: There you go. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I end I think at so, that
2: place I ended up getting sour patch kids and I was like, "I'll eat these." Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> My other option I think was a cherry pickle.
1: What? That's what I've never I heard said. of a cherry What's a cherry pickle?
2: just a pickle in like cherry brine. I don't know. I was talking to the woman at the cashier. I was like, "Are these like beet cucumber mm. pickles?" And she goes, "No, that's a cherry pickle?" Wow. Nonchalantly,
1: Oh no, of course. It's a cherry pickle. <laughs> what else would it be? Uh. Yeah, hmm. Uh I didn't I, I don't have any app ideas or anything that's uh, easy to bounce off of from there, but I do have one that is well, it has the word city in it, and we mentioned city before, so let's okay. go with that. Do it. So alright. Everybody that I know of and restaurants and stuff like that in the bathrooms, there is a liquid soap pump. Unless you're like a bar soap, uh, I don't know, Patriot. And you're just like, I must like only buy the bar. I'm a purist when it comes to the bar of soap. But like, you know, if you know that you're, you have people coming through that would want to use liquid soap. That's a common thing. Refilling, Liquid soap pumps is usually not that much of a hassle, but some of them are. I have one that's built into my kitchen that goes right next to the sink. And to get to the place to change it, it's like you re- you're you kind of going in blind. You are just kind of fishing around, trying to find the thing, and then you unscrew it, and then you like fill it. Hope that you don't fill it up too much or else when you put the little straw back in, it's going to overflow and ooze out. And then when you get it in there, you have to really do the weird yoga um, acrobatics to like screw it in just right. So what I'm saying is we need a citywide soap supply like tap water. Nice. Where it's just flowing through the pipes and everybody has it. I like it. You just have it. You can never run out.
2: Is it called City Soap? Uh,
1: it can be. You just named it. All right. Done. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I just like kind of got uh, really frustrated with um, the uh, whoop, With having to uh, to refill certain soap dispensers. I know that it's such like a wam boo hoo kind of thing. But I mean, it could be good. And also, like, look, if you want to get fancier with your soap, by all means, get the fancier yeah. soap. Yeah. But uh, if you're cool with, like, you know, the um, the decided upon soap supplier. Yeah. Great. You don't ever have to change the pump again. Yeah.
2: I also think... Make it, like, hypoallergenic and unscented. And then it can just be in, like, all the restaurants, all the bars, all, like, everywhere. It's just there. Because how Mm -hmm. gross is it when you go to, like, a public restroom and there is no soap because the pump is empty? Like, gross. Um, Also, I will say, I love bar soap. um, But people could steal that.
1: That's true. I mean, I... I, I don't, don't know, know what the like, rules are for restaurants or public restrooms. Um, but that seems like a like you never see that.
2: No. Yeah. I feel like it's because maybe we used to have it and then a bunch of hippies kept stealing it. I say we used why to. Hippies? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I say we used no, to like referring to people the 70s, who are and people I wasn't who have a there. stereotype
1: of smelling not great.
2: Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. I meant I, I meant like they were just like in airstreams and and va- like Volkswagens and minivans and whatever road tripping. I just road tripped. Um no and I meant I said we and then realized I wasn't there in the seventies and like
1: <laughs> Just missed it. Just um, missed it. So before we go any further, we do have a voicemail. What?
0: Y'all ready for this? Hey, John. Hey, Louise. This is Scott, John's brother, Louise's also brother, and I don't have an idea, but I have some thoughts based on a recent episode of the show. Um, number one, for Louise, you're talking about dinner mittens. Great idea. That's awesome. Uh, you should check out in an episode of the David Chang Show on Netflix, Ugly Delicious. There is a fried rice episode. There's a guy in the episode, he's eating this lobster dish, and he's wearing these like just like thin plastic serving gloves, and they're not the powdered latex gloves that are just clear plastic. I think that's what you got to do, just get a box of those. Number two, John, you're talking about the car seat for the beta and how, oh, it's in the car and in the car and it gets cold overnight. I don't know if this is logistically a nightmare for you, since you're going to be like holding a child in your hand while you're putting it in the car seat. But is it possible to just bring the car seat in the house overnight so that it's like a normal temperature car seat? And then maybe you maybe you put the baby in the seat and then put the whole thing in the car? I'm not sure. I, these, those seats are complicated, so that's above my pay grade. Anyway, just throwing some thoughts at you, throwing some love at you, keep the ideas coming. Speech is no
1: Thank you very much, Scott, for calling in. If you want to call in, it's 304-804-IDEA. You leave a voicemail. We talk about it. I'm going to start. Is that okay? Go. Okay. The car seat situation, and Scott doesn't have kids. I totally get why he might not know how this goes down. He did does understand that they are complicated. So installing a car seat is a pain in the butt. Like... If you don't do it just right, then it's like, eh, try again. You've done it wrong. Like, it's it take it's a gigantic hassle to do that for infants, like super super babies. Um, yes, you can. You can. There's like a base that goes in, and then you detach the actual car seat part, and you bring that in. But for uh, older babies, then no, that that is in there. Uh, And for anybody who does do this type of thing where they take it out every single time, man, oh, man, that's got to take a lot of time out of your day. Um, (laughs) But I appreciate that you called and you uh, and you contributed to the conversation. Uh, I did chat with Scott recently and he said that whenever he is listening, he always just wants to like chime in. And, uh, you know, he is one of our very few people who has actually come on to the podcast. So maybe he just got a taste of that sweet, sweet medicine and it just can't get enough.
2: Yeah. I was like, let's get him on again.
1: Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, we totally should. I'll go. Whenever we. Um, now. Yeah, you'll go. I was just about to say, though, Scott is actually going to be in town. What? So I know that like he lives in your town and it would be much easier to uh, (laughs) to do that with with you. But um, maybe we can try to figure something out. Cool. All right. right, So the dinner mittens.
2: Yeah. uh, I feel like that was the whole thing about like the plastic gloves was that I didn't want disposable. I wanted something that I could have. Although like it really, really tickled me pink when he was like, hey, I'm John's brother, and I'm also Louise's brother. Because yeah, that just like...
1: Honorary, yeah.
2: Honorary sibling. It just made my heart so warm.
1: Yeah. Louise, you're part of the family.
2: <laughs> it's
1: like, no duh. No you're duh. There. No duh. Um, speaking of family, we have an email. If you have an email, an idea for us that you want to email, the email address is pod at gmail.com or great podcast at gmail.com both of them work or if you want to call again the number is 304-804-IDEA but as i said speaking of family we have an email from louise's mother what okay <laughs> subject line fashion with the question mark <laughs> and she says i think manufacturers of clothes should give you a small swatch of the material Maybe the size of the cleaning uh, tag sewn into a seam, which could easily be removed. It would be a help to carry around with you when trying to match shoes, clutches, hats, gloves, just about any accessory. Color and texture at your fingertips. Mare. That is truly a great idea.
2: It truly is. Oh.
1: You could, yeah, just have, like, your own little, like, separate wallet for the uh, materials of your, your wardrobe. Um, yeah. that's That's a great idea. I love it.
2: Especially, like, right on the tag on the inside that you could just detach so mm-hmm. you didn't have to bring the whole garment with you. <gasps> yeah. Mayor. We should call this cut from the same cloth because you are my mom. <laughs> And it is a clothing thing
1: <laughs> done. episode title <laughs> figured out. great. Uh, cut from the same cloth that mayor. Thank you so much for emailing. You don't even realize how much you appreciate it, and thank you for continuing to listen, even though sometimes your daughter says some not nice things about you. I
2: always say nice things <laughs> well true things, true things.
1: <laughs> She t- she she tells a lot of uh a lot of truths that may be a little hard to swallow sometimes. They aren't. She <laughs> no is a, she is a great sport. <laughs> I really appreciate it. If you are not in our families, you are also welcome to write <laughs> or call us. <laughs> um but Scott, Mayor, thank you so much for uh contributing to the conversation. Oh, yeah super appreciate it
2: yeah what a great idea it's, i still can't get over it
1: it's a really good idea uh yeah I, i'd be i wouldn't be too surprised if there was like one company out there who's doing something like that but that maybe it's the kind of thing where it's like maybe it's happening but people aren't realizing it like like a lot of um you know jackets and stuff will have like a but an extra button like sewn into the inside right where it's like you know maybe some of them do have little fabric swatches there also that you're just not realizing because you don't even think about that kind of stuff
2: I'm gonna start looking though yeah that's remarkable get on (laughs) it what a great idea sorry Scott I know you think all of the ideas that are called in we think are great but that really is (laughs)
1: <laughs> um. Well, I I just poo pooed Scott's idea to take the car seat in every single time. <laughs> that's so, true. That's true. Fair enough. Um. So let's see. Does Mayor's daughter have another idea that's as great as Mayor's idea?
2: Hmm. I don't know if it's as great, but like, let me give it a go. It is first world uh, programmable shower. Huh. Sometimes I want to get in and I want there to be like a red light. It's not hot enough. And then like a green light, get down in. It's great. And I feel like as my showers progress, I often want to tap the temperature down so that it's Mm -hmm. like significantly cooler when I'm about to get out. Just, I don't know, that seems to be my preference. To
1: ease you back into the real world?
2: I guess, yeah. And I think that... Other people have different preferences, um, not that you, you know, whatever, you can't adjust your water, but sometimes if you adjust like too much, then you're burning your own skin off your body. Or right. if you are the first person in your household to take a shower, the amount of hot water that is available right. to you might be different than the second. Um But if you could program it, it feels like it would be much more efficient. Second comment on why this might be a good idea. Sometimes I lavish in a half hour shower and Hmm. sometimes I need five minutes. Like I got to like get clean and get out. And Mm -hmm. if I had my programmed temperature arc, then I... I could adjust the timing so that when I knew, ooh, it's getting colder, I got a quick finish up because I got to get out, it mm-hmm. it might be a, a nice, you know, swift kick in the pants about the timing of, like, you got to keep going without having to have a waterproof clock in your shower or, like, keep looking at your watch right. on your, whatever, bathroom stand or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, programmable showers.
1: I have... Okay, I like the idea a lot. Um, I have a, a not sim, not similar in that it's about showers, but a programmable bathroom solution. Ooh, I know we're in the flow. We are. This is how it happens. So I feel like, as a whole. Humankind uses way too much TP. Yes. This does not necessarily go for those who are bidet... Bidaniacs. But uh, for the people, mostly Americans, who are toilet paper focused, we use too much of it. It's uh, bad for the environment. It's not kind to your bottoms. Mm-mm. And you know what? There must be a better way. Mm-hmm. So... Aside, if you are still going to use it, though, I feel like there needs to be, like, a programmable or, like, an electronic toilet paper dispenser that gives you the appropriate amount for what you need it for. I like it. So, yeah, not going to get too graphic here, but, like, I don't know if there's something that does, like, takes, like, a reading of what what happens in there and it gives you the appropriate amount or if it's like you press a button that's like you know it was a uh, a no a no problem situation then it's like here's just enough to get you
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know tidied up but like
2: i also think that maybe if it's gonna program it out for you you could even have like a back button so that it rolls it, uh-huh. it rewinds it for you. If, if it's like, this is what I think you need. And then you're like, nah, that's not what I need. I need less.
1: I feel like most people are prone to think they need more than uh, they, than than they less. do. less. Hard to say. Oh, some of my... My icons were just bouncing. I don't know what was going on there. I just wanted to make sure my I was still recording. Yeah. I'm still recording. Working. I
2: also think, like, what if you have a puppy? Obviously, not Daisy. And obviously, not my road dog. But if you have a puppy, or, I'm just going to say it, an asshole cat, Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they just play with it.
1: You know... So this goes into a different territory. And my question for you, Louise, and I think I know the answer based on what you were just uh, miming, but uh, when it comes to putting toilet paper rolls in, are you a front or back facing
2: situation? I'm an over the top. Is that front? Over the
1: top. I think we've talked about that. Yeah, over the top. Yeah. I have been, the more I think about it, the more I realize why it could be appealing to do a behind the back because if there's like a kid or a dog or an asshole cat who's like kind of pawing at it or batting at it it's only just going to flip around a bunch and it's not going to let anything fall off the the front Mm -hmm. so that's just my only thought about when you would want to have it go behind the back
2: right So wait, were you? are you changing your mind, or or were you always a behind-the-back person?
1: Never been a behind-the-back person, but I'm going to wait and see what this kid decides is uh, her preferred form of entertainment. Nice. Uh, If she's one of the people who does that, then it's going behind-the-back.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow, that's a great idea. Also, I know it's a podcast, so people couldn't see my face, but when you said Badaniac... I lost it.
1: Well, I was gonna say bidet maniac, but then I was like, let's just contract this. Portmanteau. Day.
2: Yes. That was <laughs> that was a great idea.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um yeah, I can uh check that one off there. Uh let's see. We're we're just kind of blasting through these. I know. Oh, in my notes I just said situational TP dispenser.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um should we each do one more and then get to the challenges? Let's
2: do it. Let's All right, do it. I think
1: it's it's your go.
2: It's me, and it's not a good segue, so I'm just going to like jump to it. A fl-
1: Man, I just saw that hand flash in front of the screen. Oh, that ring is
2: insane. Thank you. Thank you. By the way,
1: for, if anyone's confused, uh, Louise and I record this in two different cities on the other side of the country, and we do it over Skype. And, um, yeah, so that's why... I see Louise on a screen. Did
2: I not right send you. you a picture?
1: Uh, I saw a picture that you posted online, but it's not like a close-up okay, one.
2: I'll send you a close-up one. That was the first thing I think my mom asked me. was like, there's no picture no. of the ring. I was like, yeah, I'm not a trite asshole who like, <laughs> posts only that. Wait. Because the emphasis s- is my relationship. Obviously. What were you going to okay. say? Wait, though.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, were you just calling your mom a trait asshole?
2: <laughs> no, no, I was saying that I, one of my biggest pet peeves in like engagement photos or whatever is when people are like putting their arms out and they're out of focus in the back, but the ring's oh, right. like in the front of the picture. And I'm like, ugh. I know, I know people do want to see it, but probably just when they see you in person.
1: Right. It's not what it's about. It's It's not what it's about. It's about the relationship.
2: Yes. And people have like different opinions about things that are beautiful, things that are, you know, whatever, traditional, Mm -hmm. ornate, size, like metal, color, like whatever. And it's like there's too much too much else happening in the world like I don't know maybe it's because I grew up with like not a terrible group of girlfriends but I really feel like middle school and like elementary school made me only want to be best friends with boys
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) see what's funny is I was like pretty much only for the most part only friends with girls but they weren't like super you know girly in the you know stereotypical sense of the right. word
2: you meet in the middle you know
1: they were a bunch of goofball weirdos
2: right that's who i <laughs> yeah. gravitate to anyway um yeah. but thank you for noticing okay um the app which doesn't have a name yet is another app yes of course <laughs> app, app city um it's a flower identifying app. So you could like be somewhere and be like, "Ooh, I really like that flower." And put the instead of a face recognition, it's a flower recognition, and then it could give you a few little blurbs like, "This is the state flower for Iowa. This is, you know, the most traditional color of this flower. It only grows in these kind of climates." And you can sort of learn a little bit about horticulture.
1: Okay, Louise. I have an app, I have two apps. One of them is called PlantNet and the other one is called Garden Answers. Oh. Uh my and I believe that goodness. this is what they do. Um okay, Garden Answers. Yeah, so here's Garden Answers. I don't know how much you can see there. Yeah. But you can one of them is take a photo of your plant. I I don't remember if this one like identifies it right away, or if you submit it and then they're just like, "Oh, that's a daffodil, you dumb dumb." Okay. Uh, Plant has a little magnifying glass in the bottom that has a camera thing. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever used this one, but it might be able to identify it. I don't know. I'll have to try it out later. But I also yeah, saw
2: a block for Ask a Horticulturist. Did you say that? Right
1: uh i don't think so but it's that's a really cool feature too
2: yeah oh my goodness oh that's a
1: that's a paid service and it says it's about two bucks and will answer your questions within 24 hours if we are unable to identify your plant you'll receive a credit for your next plant id
2: wow
1: very cool so this is a plug for garden answers and plant (laughs) net
2: nice okay yeah i gotta admit and if you are a regular listener la 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 listener to this cast uh we don't do research normally before i should have known that this was a thing already but huh
1: well that just means it's a good idea because someone else has done it. that's true yeah um my last one it's an idea for a TV show, but I guess it could also be an app. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to talk about it as if I'm talking about a TV show, but uh, it could be transferred into app language if you if you really wanted. Uh, it's a show called Consolidate, and it's a dating show for family people that have kids. So you you know you're combining your families together. That's cool. <laughs> yeah so it's like you know find yourself a little brady bunch situation or a step-by-step situation depending on which generation you identify <laughs> with television wise nice <laughs> but i guess if it was an app it'd just be the same thing as like any other dating app except like your kids yeah. would be a pretty big component like, of it and not just like a. Yes. oh and by the way i've Ooh, got kids i like it yeah, because I suppose that that's an, a tricky thing if you are like using a dating app or website and you see a picture and, and it's like the person with a kid and it's like, is that that person's kid or is that a friend's right. kid? Is it a niece or a nephew? But if it's consolidate, then you're just like, oh, yeah. that's probably that person's kid, which is why they're on this right. particular Oh my app God,
2: that's brilliant. I was also thinking like it could be also an interesting... Two separate families, both with children, mm-hmm. that would go into, like, a, a timeshare or a vacation home together. Like, you want to rent out that house because <laughs> it's so close <laughs> to the beach for those two weeks. But also, right. you don't need five bedrooms. And it would be really cool if you could, right? like, somehow find and then c- cultivate a little bit of a relationship with... People with similar interests so that Mm -hmm. you could go in on something like that but that that's next level that might even be a completely separate idea um
1: yeah yeah uh but that's a good idea yeah i mean you know there there are going to be some like i know that airbnbs you can search for stuff where it's like a shared
2: oh you can you know
1: unit oh yeah
2: oh i didn't know that okay I know I'm like behind the times like what's happening you're
1: behind the times I
2: know I know okay wait I have a question about um consolidate Consolidate? yeah Mm -hmm. do you both have to have children yeah yeah okay I was thinking like what if you are a lady and you would like to be a mother but you haven't had that
1: or you can't. You, yeah. That's what I mean. I, no. Okay. Yeah. I suppose that that's, that could be one option. Okay. Where it's a filter, like. A I filter. Am a filter where you're just just like, I am a, you know, a one person unit looking to join a multi-person unit. Nice. Yes. Right. Um, And vice versa. Right. Yeah. I'm just looking for a mother for my kids. <laughs> straight up. Uh, straight but up. then there's the but that's when you find the people who are just looking to jo- you know join a pre-existing family.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh cool. All right, so we're making it happen. Great. Never mind, we don't follow through on any of these. But <laughs> if you are interested in making these things happen, go ahead. We are giving you permission. Do it. Yeah. You can this podcast holds up in a court of law.
2: Absolutely. Just saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, play it and just be like, this is my idea now because I've been given permission from Louise and John.
2: Yep. I mean, yeah. I'm still holding out for that Baskin's hummus.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. 31 flavors of hummus all in one place. Um, I recently saw a picture of, like, dessert hummuses. I know. That's the same thing look I have in my face which is disappointment. Yeah. Um annoyance which is just like no. It's a savory snack. Don't put chocolate chips in your hummus.
2: No. I Yeah. I wonder well, I don't know. Would I
1: try it? Yes, 100%. Absolutely. But yeah, but that's not what we're doing here. <laughs>
2: no. 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 I mean it, it probably is delicious. But I feel like, and this is never having even tried it, I can house a family-sized container of hummus, regular hummus, pine nuts hummus, Mm -hmm. in one sitting. Oh, yeah. I feel like if I did that to chocolate chip hummus, I would have a tummy
1: ache. It'd be really bad. Right? It'd be real, real bad. Yeah.
2: I feel like it would be real bad.
1: When I open up a container of hummus and I don't eat the entire thing, I'm really proud of myself.
2: <laughs> Tiny accomplishments. If you
1: wanna Yeah, if you wanna see a guy walking on sunshine, <laughs> thinking that they have willpower, what then that is me after I've just eaten like sixty percent of a container of hummus rather than one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But usually after I get past 50%, I'm just like, well, next time I'm going to be bummed that there's not, like, more. Yep. So I may as well just finish this. It's so, it's really bad.
2: Well, or good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or good. Depending on or good. how you want to look at it. <laughs> I guess you could say that about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what I challenged you to Ooh, the last episode.
2: Okay. I, you gave it? me... Prison. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Shout out to all of our prison pals out there. One more time.
2: Mm-hmm. So, because our
1: last few phone calls were from the prison system,
2: which I'm still sort of working through. How did that even? How did they get our number? What's the internet? See, one access, of them, like-
1: one of them, I think, could have been a mistake. But then there was another one that I'm like, this one doesn't seem like it's an accident.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So I had a couple ideas. Um. First of all, I hate the prison system. I hate almost everything Ugh. about it. It's the it's worst. Awful. I don't know why it can't be changed. Um. I don't like that each individual state gets to make its own choices about stuff. I don't like that after laws change, people who were originally convicted for those things, like... Too bad, tough titty. You got to sit in there, even though other people are walking around doing the thing that you did and got in trouble for. Like
1: First, but time out, Louise. I'm going to have to mark this episode explicit. We've said asshole. You just said tough titty. Okay. I don't know if this is going to fly with our all ages audience. We're okay. going to mark this episode explicit. Okay. That means that means the leash is off.
2: The, the cage is open.
1: Off. Yeah. Let's I, go crazy. I
2: feel like uh, that's what vacation does to me. I, I lose all restraint. <laughs> <laughs> I lose all restraint. So anyway, um, also the idea that there is no like redemption or change is mm-hmm. ridiculous to me. Obviously, and I hate to say it in this way because maybe 98% of me calls bullshit on all of social talks about mental health um Mm -hmm. but if there is a situation where that is actually the thing and also this is not like a you know your femur is broken we need to reset it type of thing like mental health diagnosis is ever changing and fluid and papers are being written blah 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 anyway um but i don't think reintegration is appropriate for maybe everyone but i also don't want to be the person to make that choice people act in the heat of the moment people make mistakes when they're young and stupid and are under a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. you know someone can be a wall street banker and really 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 damage a lot of lives and systems and Get a severance for being fired from their multi-million-dollar-a-year job, and, mm, and that's fucking bullshit. Explicit episode. So, <laughs> um,
1: lean into it.
2: Yeah. Now I'm really <laughs> on fire. I want there to be sort of like self-care, wellness. <laughs> reintegration community services courses mm-hmm. that inmates can do that also like give them physical contact that give them um pride and accomplishment mm-hmm. that give them hobbies That can make their lives a little more fulfilling. Now, Mm -hmm. I didn't have this idea, but somebody else did that you take rescue dogs that um, seem like they could really just use a bunch of training and they they have a partnership with a prison system and then the inmates cultivate relationships with these dogs and help rehabilitate them and then they become mm-hmm. like service dogs that go and 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 help other people and and right. that's you know something that's going to allow them joy and physical contact that they're not going to be you know beat up for or whatever I don't I don't know mm-hmm. but I just that's a beautiful beautiful thing so I also think there's a, a lot of misconceptions about uh not misconceptions that's the wrong word but there's um you know all you do in prison is like go to the gym or like do push-ups or in the yard when you're outside or like run around and you like beef up and whatever there should be yoga programs that they can do oh yeah and and then not i'm sure
1: that some i'm sure that some do
2: i hope so like
1: i'm sure that there are some that do that kind of thing
2: i hope so because there's like a Chris and I have been doing yoga. It was one of our New Year's resolutions this year. Oh, We've basically done it every single day since January 1st, except one day when we went on a ski trip and we were basically (laughs) like skiing all day and we were like, should we do yoga or did that count as physical activity? And then... I think you're good. Yeah. And then one day of vacation because, hey, it's vacation. But we yeah. did it every other day of vacation. That's when,
1: impressive. Yeah.
2: When I went away for work last week, we mm-hmm. planned out the yogas and then he did them in New York and I did them where I was. So we still like uh-huh. did them even though not together. Okay, so yoga. And not only that, but I've noticed like a difference in how I manipulate my breathing. I've noticed a difference hmm. in like other calmness there's a weird sense of accomplishment when I am like wow that yoga thing that we did in January I was like this is really tough and now that it's the end of March I'm like I'm getting better and it's so simple okay next thing hair braiding courses like (laughs) I know that that set seems really weird uh but there's like something you can do. Something tangible that you can see. Something that gets you physically touching another person. I listen to this podcast called Ear Hustle. Um, okay. It's part of, I think, Radiotopia. And it's, a, it's produced by uh, a radio producer on the outside and an inmate on the inside oh, of the no prison way. system. And so she goes into the prison system with like the recording stuff and they have little segments and they talk about things. And it's about like prison slang or one of the episodes this season was called firsts where they talk Mm -hmm. about like the first time you get a visit or you know and so one guy said um in the most recent episode i listened to that he was sort of moved around in the prison system and that made it like nearly impossible for family to come visit him because he was so far Mm. away and they didn't have a ton of money to go travel and like whatever to see him and it had been Ten years since he'd seen his mom and that when leading up to the visit, because he knew she was coming, he was like, I don't remember how to hug. Do I do I put my arms like over her neck do I go in like 45 degree angles like one up one down and he's like it's my mom why don't I know how to hug her and Mm -hmm. one of the interviewers was like did you practice and he's like absolutely not I practiced in my brain like you can't practice that with (laughs) people that you're you know in prison with like you can maybe only do that with your cellmate because you're not allowed to maybe touch the other inmates and then it made me think of rewind 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 um an episode... Consolidate.
1: I'm just Consolidate. kidding. Consolidate. No. <laughs> um,
2: an episode of, I think it was This American Life that I was listening to about um, these women somewhere uh, who started to give manicures to each other. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of where it was, but I can't. And it was, it all of a sudden opened up this trust, this, like, huh. this, like, um, idea of just different kind of integrity or pride because right. you know someone was helping you do something very small to like relax you or make you feel better or right. like something that you that you can do to yourself but it doesn't feel as good like when you go get your hair cut and they shampoo right. for you i can shampoo uh, my own hair but when someone else does it it's amazing
1: it's so great
2: it's amazing so then i thought Add those two things together. Maybe they can do like nursing home field trips because right. those people need pedicures. And oh, yeah, maybe there could be you know, inmate Manny Petty Day. And then I thought about also gardening. And I thought a lot of times I feel like prisons are too big not the mm. actual um, living quarters, facility, yeah, not mm-hmm. the living quarters of the inmates, but the actual facility in in the town that's adjacent to the town that i grew up in they built a brand new like prison and it was just like a mm-hmm. bunch of people coming in and then it was like the hotels booked more people staying there and it like boomed the economy mm-hmm. because when people would come to visit and whatever right um but why not add I mean, this is the longest challenge like explanation but I have No, had, I'm like I'm I really had a fascinated bunch of, by these. a bunch of ideas. Why don't we uh pair prisons and like recycling facilities?
1: I was just thinking about this like I don't know where you're going with this yet, but the idea of combining the prison system and the recycling system. Go yeah, on.
2: Because someone has to sort like green plastic versus right. clear plastic. I'm sure there's like machines that do that as well. But um, that would, you know, be sort of like work. It would also right. like make the days go by because as I'm listening to Ear Hustle, they're like, you know, sometimes I feel like I go four or five months without uttering words to people.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: And this at least would be like, whoa, did you see that thing? And I don't know, like, I, I think that people would get nervous about like metal cans or
0: mm-hmm. there's
2: always something. But then as I was thinking through this, because the sorting has to happen and, and whatever else and recycling, and that's good for the community as well. Um, why not, as I was thinking, then also integrate the prison system with maybe a hydroponics plant or an aquaponics plant because that would be um you know things need to be harvested things need to be uh looked after you need to Mm. like keep doing ph testing on the water or the fish and then it's sustainable and then um it's also kind of like maybe something that you didn't think about before you entered the prison system let's say you entered when you mm-hmm. were like 17 maybe you didn't graduate high school you can obviously in in prison get your GED but maybe you didn't even know that this was something you were really passionate about right and yeah. and I just think things like that would, would benefit everyone like the idea the idea that someone somewhere fucked up once Mm -hmm. or you know two three four times i'm just saying like sure there's or didn't or didn't yeah and then you're gonna put them in a tiny box so it's awful side side note but similar idea as we were driving to the airport in Mm -hmm. phoenix there was a place called like i don't know Aqualand or Seabreeze Phoenix or something. And there's like a dolphin experience. Oh, okay. And all and we went to lunch at this place called Sugar Bowl, and I saw a kid have a paper wristband mm-hmm. that said like dolphins on it. And I about had a heart attack in the restaurant. Um and then we drove past it, but I was like, Where the hell? are mm-hmm. dolphins right now. And I don't know if it was just like that dolphins are so smart or like I don't know why like a, a sea world, no. a sea world in Virginia or Florida is somehow better than like a, an experience in Phoenix. Like that is not computing also. No,
1: but these at, things shouldn't exist. These
2: things should not exist. No. And so the fact that we think that that's fun or exciting or like the animals are treated really well. The tanks are really big and they get fish like no joke. They're going to go insane. And the same thing makes my heart bleed about people. What makes you think that if you put a being in a tiny space that they will think about what they've done and heal themselves?
1: Mm hmm. Right. No. Yeah, no. Not at all.
2: Not at all.
1: No. There needs to be a way to... If there if people are in there who deserve to be, I don't know, uh, disciplined for a crime, because there are plenty of people who are there who didn't do anything at all mm-hmm. wrong, and they're just being disciplined for nothing, Yeah. but for those who did something wrong... There needs to be empathy training. There needs yes. to be something that makes them connect more with people, not something that's going to turn them against people. Yeah. Anyway. And anyway.
2: Anyway, that was just my long-winded, no. like a million different things I was thinking oh, about yeah. because
1: we could talk about this all day, every day. Yeah, it's nuts. And maybe we. My should. challenge. Maybe my challenge was George.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes no no no. i'm sorry i the juxtaposition between these two topics is insane (laughs) no you're right it's it's things that people should be talking about and not just you know thinking up that person's a criminal put them behind bars they're done it's not that kind of situation um moving on so jorts so jorts My challenge was jean shorts, shorts made of denim, cutoffs, if they maybe are cut off from regular (laughs) jean pants. Uh, Okay, so there's, I think that there's like really two types of people. uh, There's, okay, there's three. There's the people who, you know, they buy the jean shorts and, you know, it's part of the uh, the culture, you know, uh, maybe it's more of a functional thing where it's just like, it's hot out, but, you know, jeans are the way to go with what you're doing on a given day. Maybe they are cut off. Maybe it's a fashion thing. Uh, And th- then there's just like the camp of people who are very much opposed to jeans as shorts. But either way, we need to bring all of these people together. Am I right? I feel it. We need to have a worldwide I, I I'm gonna bring this up when I go to the UN next you know where everybody's all together when I go there I'm just gonna be like hey guys we got to talk about jorts or maybe mm-hmm. they're listening to this podcast and there are sessions you know it's being translated by you know everyone from all the different countries I uh, we need to agree that we have to make this acceptable functional and fashionable and I think that it just needs to seep into all of our culture as an mm-hmm. acceptable thing. Children's books need to have char- more characters in jorts. Uh, yes. On the news, put your uh, anchors in jorts. Uh, it just needs to be everywhere because the more acceptable it is, the easier all of our lives will be. <laughs> jorts on dogs. <laughs> Can we get a <laughs> jorts, a, a on, jorts dogs. on dogs chant going? <laughs>
2: <laughs> jorts on dogs Everybody in jorts your cubicles on or on your way
1: to work, chant Jorts on Dogs. Um I don't know. It, 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 jorts was a really weird one. I was just, <laughs> Because like what ideas can you really have like jorts are the kind of thing that just they just are. You know, the revolutionizing them, there's really nothing more that that can be done. Uh The only other thought that I had is that if you are perhaps a denim, uh, pant manufacturer, uh, maybe having some sort of, uh, different method of creating your, uh, your pants so that when like the knees wear out or, you know, something's, you know, the, the cuffs or something, they get worn that they are easier to convert into jorts rather than having too much extra stuff fraying around or you get uneven jort lines. Um, maybe if mm-hmm. there's just like a guideline on the inside that's like the, the preferred cutting zone. Yeah, that would
2: be amazing. That was the only I was thing. just going to say, I was just going to say, sometimes you have a great pair of pants And, like you say, the knee wears out, and you're like, I should totally make these shorts. And you go to cut them, only you can't cut them straight because when you put them on your body and it moves funny, then the back's higher than the front. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or let's say you're, you know, a teen or a preteen, and you want a different, like, style cut so that it looks different on your body than, say, a soccer mom. Right. So you can't, like, cut the same way because. Yeah, or you want the inseam longer or shorter right. or denim is really difficult to cut. It is. Unless you have proper scissors. So, I agree with you. This was a super weird one. <laughs> this
1: is super weird. Uh, well, that's another But a guideline. Oh, yeah, inside, on the inside. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, and this is also something that like, you know, anybody who's, you know, trying to f- design stuff over at like 3m or something maybe a pair or fiskars maybe a pair of scissors that are designed for denim i'm sure that some exist that we just don't know about but maybe they're just only sold in like like michael's or joanne fabrics or something and uh they're not just gonna nudge them yeah
2: yeah we're just gonna nudge them to maybe amp up on the marketing of those i
1: think so i think so oh
2: or I just had another idea. Okay. Maybe it could be something that like your local library, probably weird because it's a library, but that's just the place (laughs) where I thought like you could check out a pair of denim scissors.
1: Where I live in Portland, Oregon, different uh, areas of town, each have a tool library. So Yes. Yeah. So that could be a good thing for the tool library. Yes. Um, So yeah, that's a thought. That's a thought. Cool. Um, cool. My challenge for the next episode for you, Louise, is okay. uh, I got married in my early 30s. I had everything that one would need, so registering for gifts seemed silly because it's like we already have. A rice cooker. We already have this we already have that. you've been with Chris for coming on eight years. You guys yep. ha- you've been living with each other for a large part of that time. Like, you have what you need. So we got it. right. I know, and there are wedding registries for things like honeymoon stuff or house, you know, down payment, stuff like that. But like, I want to hear a fresh wedding registry idea.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, very cool. Oh, I hope it comes to me in a dream. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how I'm gonna think about this actually. and if you want to know like the 100% truth about all of this is that I basically reject all like thought or or planning, of this whereas i feel like most girls are like i can't wait to decide on a oh, color palette yeah, totally. and flowers and all this and i'm like uh <laughs> oh i don't I, somebody else do it and i'll just show up
1: yeah oh totally um so
2: but cool okay I hope yeah it comes wait to me. you just My- said, oh yeah
1: you just said i hope it comes to me in a dream speaking of things that come to people in dreams Listen to our other podcast, Louisa to beaver that came to me in a dream and we made a reality. It's our podcast all about the television show. Leave it to beaver. Daisy, come here. Sorry, Daisy's whining. Something is going on. She loves leave it to beaver. She's such a big fan of leave it to beaver. Although she's just like, what happened to like all of their pets? They are they show up for like half an episode and then they vanish.
2: It's true, anyway. girl. We're thinking about the same things. Um, so yeah, give that a listen. Rate it on iTunes. Tell everybody who you think might like it about it. Yeah. Um, my challenge for you, uh huh. Fresh off a of vacation, suitcases. Oh okay.
1: There's a lot. I feel like the, I'm reading a lot of stuff about suitcase innovations, like, um, and we could talk more about this in the next one. But I know that now there's a suitcase that i don't know if it uses like bluetooth or something but like basically it follows you like you don't even have to like touch it and it just kind of like moves with you
2: wow yeah it just kind of like
1: rolls around i don't know it's very space age and like i would very never get one age. because i'd be like someone's going to steal this like immediately um,
2: i also feel like i'm a really fast walker what's the speed on this suitcase
1: <laughs> uh, you know this is for saunterers i guess yeah. Um cool yeah so all right we got our challenges down uh the epi- next episode comes out whenever it comes out be patient people i uh, thank you all for listening rate review subscribe Et cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Listen to Louisa to Beaver.
2: You can get cool gift things if you yeah. donate to our Patreon page.
1: Patreon.com slash great idea pod. Uh yeah. Um I've got a box full of little great idea journals collecting dust.
2: I too have. Hop that. on
1: over. Uh and uh, yeah, listen to Louisa Beaver. Call us 304-804-IDEA and leave us your great ideas on a voicemail and we'll play them on the show Uh, or email us greatideapod at gmail.com what are the other things that we need to talk about I think that that pretty much covers all of our bases
2: I think we're covered
1: alright well thanks for hanging out with me Louise
2: thanks for hanging out with me
1: bye bye
2: I don't see it happening